All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chronicles from the Cushion. My name is Sheldon Wickwar, track rider here at RPM. Along my side is Tanner Schmidt, the voice of IMCA Racing in Kansas. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. All right, we're going to do something a little different and jump right into the bump and run segment where we interview a driver. This week's guest is Brock Liebhardt. Driver of the 15B Sport Compact car. Um, I guess Brocky can say hi. Hey, everybody. Um, so, I started racing in 2020. I grew up going to the racetrack quite a bit. Um, and then in 2020, I started working for buses. A lot of people know them are pretty big in the dirt track world around here. Um, started working for them in 2020 and uh, they convinced me to get into a car and they found me two sport compacts to buy a kind of package and both of them weren't very competitive cars they were just kind of starter cars uh, I drove both of those for a year I think I got a heat race win and I'd say it all of 2020 and then in 2021 in February 2021 I had a rollover accident and got shipped out to Denver for two and a half months and broke my spine along with some other things and left me a paraplegic. Um, and I remember laying, laying in the bed in rehab and dad was like, do you want to race again? I was like, yeah, but you know, I don't know, don't know how, how we're going to make it happen. He's like, I just answer the question yes or no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And uh, so it's like, okay, I'll find a way. And came back and pretty much got put, up, put together all the hand controls and came out in 2022 and got four feature wins all year. So felt pretty good. Okay. And that's pretty cool story. And, you know, when something like that occurs, you know, you might not return to the car, but it's pretty darn cool that you had the will to still jump back in the car. So, uh, I guess we'll start with some questions. One I kind of like to ask everybody is, is there someone you look in, look up to in the racing world? Or, you know, do you have a favorite guy you might root for? Or, uh, kind of for, like, four-cylinder related. Like, if I have a question to ask somebody, normally it's going to be Madison, just because he's been in it a long time, and since 2022, I've made good friends with pretty much everybody, a lot of people I'm good friends with. Um, and like I said, I work for Bustle, so I'm pretty close with them. I ask them a lot of questions, but they don't know as much about four-cylinders, so. <laughs> you know, you have a... A year racing your first year actually doing everything like pedal wise and everything and then making your next season you got to race it was hand controls what was talk about maybe some of the adjustments you had to get used to or how difficult it was using those hand controls okay so normally I would just bring my car to the races I wouldn't bring anything I mean car and all of my tools and stuff and now I bring a four-wheeler and that's what I ride around in the pits and it also helps me because the back of the four-wheeler is level with my door of my car, so that's just easier for me to slide right down into the car, 
and my car's a five-speed manual, and so we have an air cylinder in there, right above the clutch pedal, and a little switch on the front of my shifter, and when I pull the switch up, it pushes it down. When I push it down, it releases it, and then I got another lever beside that, in between my leg and the shifter, and that's my gas. It's backwards. We just moved over the throttle and connected it straight to the bar. It's just a handle, and then bent the brake pedal over, connected it to the same rod, and so when I push forward, it's brake, and backwards, is gas. Definitely, definitely working a little harder than everybody else out there. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something I had to get used to. Um, and my first year, I, you know, everybody typically starts in second gear, and I didn't quite have my, we didn't quite have my shifting situation figured out. I could shift, but it wasn't anything fast. And this year we got some stuff switched around so I can actually shift on the track. But you yeah. told me that last race here, and then you had some had some gear issues. So well, I thought it was gear <laughs> issues, but I had I had some bad fuel on there from the year before, and it was clogging my fuel filter, and that's that was my problem before the first race of Hayes here. It's gotta get the first race hiccups out of the way. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, I guess talk about what you plan on doing in your 2023 season. What does that kind of look like? And I guess touch on your expectations throughout this race season. Um, I think this year on our schedule, I got 48 races down. And given I'm not going to make all of them because I put all the hazes on the schedule, and hazes is a three and a half hour drive for us one way so you know I'm coming here more in the beginning of the season because there's not much else going on but that'll likely come to an end I'll be here for fall nationals I'll hit fall nationals and but I'll race weekly at Goodland, Colby, um, Lexington pretty much those three um, and then once in a while in Holyoke but I'm planning at the end of the year to go up to Boone as long as I still have a car <laughs> and at least try to make the show up there. And as far as wins, I'd kind of like to get kind of like to get eight at least. Um, last year I was close on a couple of them and just made personal mistakes that lost me the race. So I think it's definitely doable. I just gotta my mistakes to a minimum you know were you kind of surprised being fairly new into like compact racing there to kind of find victory lane so quickly or so often in your first couple of years there because it seems like every night at least around here in central western kansas and other tracks that you are you're always there towards the front and just kind of kind of lurking and waiting yeah um well when i when I bought my car I have now, I definitely definitely got myself a pretty good deal on it. Because um, we ran a Moffin's old car, and she did she did pretty good in that car, so I knew it was a fast car. Um, I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm like everybody, but I'm pretty, pretty gung-ho. I come here to, like, I come here to win. I'm not going to dump somebody, you know, to win, but I'm going to do all I can to win. I mean, I don't know, I kind of. I kind of would have been mad at myself if I wouldn't uh, wouldn't have won last year, just because I know I had the car to do it. I just had to be the driver to be able to win. 
Yep. For sure. Um, you kind of mentioned how your dad took control of getting you back in the car after your accident. Um, is there anybody else that kind of helps get you to the track that you want to touch on or, I guess, sponsors you want to give a little bit of a shout-out to? Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, Dad is a... Dad's pretty much the only reason I'm here. Um, without his... <laughs> His ability to manufacture what was in that car, I don't know that I would be racing. Um, but along with him, I want to thank Lloyd Lynette Meskey, L&L Racing, and Trust Point Insurance, um, Abbey Motorsports, Billy Abbey, Western Selection Addicts, um, Teal Haas for my tires. That's a big. That's a big factor right there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's all. See, I've learned that if you ask a driver to name his sponsors, he's probably going to forget at least a couple. Oh, yes. oh he's got it. That's the, one of the important ones there. Yeah. Um, well. Hmm. Yes, Tanner, you have any more questions you can think of for got Brock? One I, got one I can rattle off yeah. here real quick. You know, a couple years now in the compacts, is there any desire for you to ever move up in class or are you kind of happy with your you know you got a great racing family here we've hijacked madison reed's trailer for this interview because it's lovely wind in western kansas central kansas sorry hate it when people call hayes central kansas or western kansas but any any desire to move up a class anytime or are you just kind of happy where you're at for now uh, i mean yeah i would like to move up just because they say i mean i like the reason i haven't yet is i like you said the family i like racing with the guys i race with um, it's, it's, no matter what place I get, usually every night everybody comes off the track and everybody's happy. It's a good time no matter what. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons that I'm, you know, have stayed in contact. Um, but I definitely, I thought about, I thought about next year maybe moving to a sport mod, but I'm not so sure about the whole open wheel thing. I'd, I'd stick with I'd stick with fenders. Yeah, uh, I definitely <laughs> like that. But so here here are my thoughts about that is hobby stocks. It just seems like there's a lot of wrecks. It's it always seems like there's something going on in hobby stocks. But I feel like if I'm gonna go to stock cars, I ain't gonna you know I want to be able to be able to have a chance to be in victory lane. I don't know <laughs> if that's gonna happen for a while. Yeah. And another thing is like. If I'm going to move up a division, I want to have enough money in my car to be able to be competitive. You know? I don't want to go out there and just be a field player. But I, I want to. I just don't know. No, <laughs> yeah. Don't know what or when. Yeah. It'll yeah. come. I guess uh, another thing we can kind of touch on, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, obviously relatively newer track surface here at Hayes. Uh, what was it like adjusting to that? And do you feel pretty comfortable on the new surface? Um, really, I guess tonight's really my first time, I guess you could say, because first race I came here, my car cut out pretty much the whole entire time. I think I made two laps consistently without it cutting out. Um, but it seemed pretty good then, you know. 
Um, it's definitely some bugs they had to work out on the track at the beginning, but that's just like everything else. I mean, just like my car, but I'm definitely excited to go see what happens tonight. And I put a new setup in my car. I pretty much overhauled my car this winter. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what happens tonight. Nice. Uh, I guess there's anything else you want to kind of touch on, Brock, we can. I don't want to kick you out, but also, if you need to go get ready, we understand that. But if there's anything else you kind of want to touch on, we can. Um, I mean, I just for sure want to thank Madison Reed. I'm in here doing this, doing this interview podcast, and he's out there changing stuff around in my car. You know, mm -hmm. just just want me to know or try things out see what happens so definitely thanks to him he's been a big help since I started racing everybody really has um, I'm just glad to be here <laughs> very nice well thank you for coming on we greatly appreciate it yeah thanks for having me guys yeah thank you Brock alright as Brock makes his way out of Madison's trailer um I'll throw it to Tanner for a little bit and let Tanner recap some of last week at Dodge. I didn't get to watch because I was in Wichita, so I'll let Mr. Tanner talk about Dodge a little bit. So we'll move on into the DCRP recap. Uh, we're going to kick things off with the cruisers, Matt Ramsey and Sean Woods. The only cruiser there ran the, nice, the whole main event, the one cruiser. I, I didn't think that they were going going to pull it off because there's a couple sketchy moments out of turn number four they got it done we'll go which i didn't realize it was this close but we'll go to probably the best battle all night it's class two tough to tame imca stock cars jason rogers out of selden nine spots gained uh beat Taven burkhardt at the line by three one thousandths of a second i didn't think it was that close till a couple days later i think uh one of the burkharts had it on facebook or maybe jason did but that was kind of that was another close finish. I've witnessed two really, really close finishes. Both of them happened to be at Dodge City. So great racing there that they've proved. Their surface has improved from week one to last week. Um, it's pretty good for them. Uh, Chris Oliver, Mike Petersilli, Colby Stegman around out the top five there for the stock cars. Go on over to Hobby Stocks. Cody William picks up another win there. I believe that's two in a row for Cody. He mentioned to me earlier this year that he's trying to be the first driver in any class in the state of Kansas, which I didn't think that uh, nobody had done it here, but the first one to win five state championships in any class, and no one's done that. Uh, Regan Seller, Dion Pretty. Dion Pretty, big mover, 11 spots gained. Cody Gum, Tyler Heath, uh, your hobby stock. Sport Mods, Jimmy Brozick gets it done. First one of the year for him. Jack Kirchhoff, Tim Stahlbomber. On a, on a track that nobody could really pass on, Tim Stahlbomber gained seven spots, at least for the sport mods. It looked like kind of where everybody filed out to. That's just kind of where they ran. Uh, Brian May, Boone Evans there. Boone, uh, not the not the best night for him in the stock car. Didn't get into the car in time to make it into the main event there as he switched classes. Didn't get enough time, so tough luck there. But Modifieds, Clay Sellard gets it done. You know, Buckland Bomber ripping around the outside line, got it done. Talk to him. He likes the outside line, likes to be there. It came in. I really think that's what helped him. Mike Petersilly, another good car for him in another class. Jake Nightingale, Jeremy Sigler, Danny Keller, the top five. And the United Rebel 305 Sprint Cars, the Wing Warriors, were there. Zach Blurton pulled off the win. Colby Walters, Brian Herbert, 
Stephen Richardson, Taylor Velasquez, your top five there. All in all, pretty pretty impressive racing from Dodge City a week ago. A lot of great racing action, especially in the the sport mods. As much as nobody got moving or could pass, it was pretty pretty tightly contested all right there. And like I said, the stock cars, three one-thousandths of a second there for Jason Rogers. But uh, Sheldon, you got to watch some USMTS show over in 81, so I'll let you take it over and you can recap them on that one. Yeah, I got a chance to go over to 81 Speedway. My boss over at Better Belt, Mike Boehner, bought four tickets for four of us to go over there. And uh, we spent the day at 81 and got there way too early and kind of drove around and shot the shit. And, oops. But uh, we, we got to the track and we saw some really good racing. It was kind of cool. Um, that's a URSA track, if I'm correct on that, and I might be wrong, but I know Couldn't they, tell you. Yeah, I'm not for sure, but uh, they had stock cars, and a couple Kansas guys, Kansas IMCA guys showed up. Uh, Eric Cross was there. I think Brian Cross might have been, but don't quote me on that. Angel Munoz was, and Eric Munoz out of Colorado were both there in stock cars so that was pretty cool to watch uh modified wise um a couple i am same guys and gals uh tanner black and kelsey foley kind of set their cars up more ursa type this year and they've been running a bunch of the open wheel um or the open usmts classes and stuff um Tanner Mullins had a really good run going uh, up until the feature. Uh, he won, if I remember right, he won his heat race, and then he won the dash for cash to set the pole, and he took the cash and started way back, I think, in 18th or so in feature, but they had raised $6,000, so winning the dash for cash race was a $6,000 payday for Tanner Mullen, so that's pretty cool considering the feature winner took home ten grand. If Tanner would have been able to win the feature, I think they said he would have took twenty-two grand home that night, which is, which would have been an insanely good night. Um, but the track at 81 was really, really nice. Um, it was pretty slip and slidey to start the night, but... They got it ran in, and we saw some really good racing. And uh, Jake O'Neill ended up getting up to the front and got that feature done. So that was pretty cool. Uh, it was definitely a different experience. I'm still a big IMCA <laughs> guy, but uh, the Modifieds definitely put on a really good show over there. It's, it's always nice to get a chance to go watch national guys, whether it's the world of outlaws which i'm doing at june 24th so i guess real quick um looking at the podcast schedule with rpm schedule um our very next guest which i believe is the saturday before mother's day week or mother's day um will be cody williams and then the next show after that we'll have stock card JC, stock car driver JC Archer, hopefully. I'm pretty sure he's 
fired up to join the podcast. And then uh, June 6th, we're probably going to invite Sport Compact driver Chase Klo to hop on the podcast. And then uh, uh, June 24th, I will most likely not be here. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do. Probably just not have a podcast set up for that weekend. As I'll be in Wichita back at 81, I'm going to go with my boss and watch the world of Outlaw Late Models. I can't really turn that down, so it's going to be awfully hard to convince me to come to RPM when I know the Outlaw Late Models are out in Wichita. Um, But speaking of RPM, obviously we're here at RPM inside Madison Reed's trailer in the pits. Uh, I guess we can kind of flash back to RPM's opening night a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know how we want to do this. Uh, the Cruisers, Matt Ramsey won the opening night feature, and he's with Sean Woods, right? Yes, Matt Ramsey, yeah. Sean Woods, the two the two drivers in the Cruiser class there for that 911 car. Yep, they got it done opening night. So, obviously, any of your feature winners are your points leaders currently at the track uh, the cruisers are not running tonight i believe is what i saw on facebook a couple of days ago unless something changed well, last i knew minute. they were not running but there is one cruiser here tonight yeah and it's probably matt ramsey and them because they were the only one to show up to dodge last week too yeah uh sport compacts kiowa higdon got it done last week with uh madison over here trying his trying his hardest you want to say <laughs> hi madison what's up guys so, yeah, Kiowa got it done and then followed up by Riley Force with a pretty good race mm-hmm. last weekend. I've slept since then. I've also watched <laughs> some other racing since then, so I don't really remember. Yeah, Kiowa Higdon was out front with Riley Force right on his back. Uh, good race throughout the race. I had a really good view because, yeah, I was third. And uh, Madison almost wrecked the, yeah, wrecked the field. Say, there was I, a tried, contact. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to wreck the whole field with trying to take out floors, but I didn't mean to, but... Sorry, guys. I don't need it. No, you're good. <laughs> All right. Um, Hobby-wise, we had Zach Olmstead won the first hobby feature out here. Zach's had a really good run really ever since Boone last year. Just been on a tear. Your, uh, your Boone Nationals hobby stock champion, he's taken a lot of that momentum and, you know, still rolling with it. Yep, for sure. Uh, Sport Mods, Tyler Watts continues a strong start to his season. I believe... I think he's won at Salina. I think they were in a race, and he's won there. Um, again, won last time we were here. So he's really – you don't necessarily see Tyler start strong on the season. He's usually a mid-summer to late kind of guy, at least from what I've seen, you know, from Colby in here. Uh, but, you know, strong start to the season for Tyler Watts this year so far. Yeah, for sure. And then speaking of strong starts uh, – Stock car Mike Peter Silly's been getting it done in both stock cars and modifieds. Uh, he won the stock car feature here at RPM on opening night. And one of the Dodge as well and lapped yeah. all the way up to the top three. Yeah, yeah. Mike's definitely figured something out out here, and that's really cool to see. And the uh, 08 modified Dakota Sproul getting it done there. Uh, picked up, I don't know much if Dakota's ran this year other than the last race here, but. Night one looked pretty rocket ship. Kind of walked away from everybody, so a good start to the season for these guys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's kind of the quick recap on 
everything that's kind of went on in the last couple of weeks since we last talked to you guys. Um, I guess we can, or I'll mention the flags real quick. Uh, Brock went ahead and signed the flag before we did the podcast. Uh, remember, there's a giveaway for those flags in the main concession stand here at RPM. You can write down your name, and we'll draw a winner during Fall Nationals. And somebody's going to get a pretty pretty awesome flag with a bunch of drivers on it, or as many episodes as we do, we'll get everybody to sign it, and uh, one lucky fan's going to get a pretty cool, what I think is a pretty cool It's a nice-looking flag. I like it. Yep. Um, as always, subscribe, or we ask you to subscribe to chronicles from the cushion on all of your favorite platforms uh, everything should be working nowadays uh, we had struggles after the sunflower classic getting everything uh, posted but i think i've gotten all the wrinkles fixed so uh definitely subscribe and we thank you guys for listening and before we wrap things up there's definitely some people we need to thank so tanner if you want to Start with you. Need, need to give a shout out to Randy and Corey LaJoy over in North Carolina with the joy of seating. They're a personal sponsor of helping me this year. Uh, actually, just kind of, we're helping each other. I get the, the glory of promoting them, and they get to hand out some certificates out here to help get some guys in some better full containment racing seats. Also, need to thank Flex Racing, uh, partnered with me this year. They made up my uh, announcer's jersey type thing if that's what you want to call it so it looks really cool uh, wish it wasn't exactly all white but hey um, that's what they wanted there's a big billboard for them so I appreciate it and also need to thank RF Cattle Company out there Madison Reed for helping me this season when I did some streaming work on YouTube yeah. and also thanks for letting us take over your trailer on race day yeah yeah that was a pleasant surprise uh, Brock started texting me this afternoon and was like, yeah, it's pretty windy. We're going to need to do something. And luckily, Madison jumped right to letting us borrow his trailer. So really appreciate Madison for doing that. Um, also got to give a big shout out to Photos by Red. Carl Red Larson does a lot for me, supplies supplies me photos that I can use in my articles. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the folks over at Hayes Daily News. Uh, they've ran with my articles for um, all season so far. It's no question I can send in an article to Haley Chapman, and she's going to put it front page. She's actually been making it the cover story into Hayes Daily, and I never expected that. I was happy with the front page of the sports page, but or sports section, and now we're front we're cover story each week. So that's pretty darn cool. And then um, I know he's here with his sport mod, so we better shout out Cam Gruber, who made our really nice logo that we've got on the flag and I've got on my Facebook pages. Um, so I guess if you're a racer and listening to this and you still need a wrap, you could definitely go ask Cam. I don't know if he'll get it done. Hey, you don't even but, have to be a racer because he uh, yeah. redid my logo. Yep. Uh, so Cam does great work. So if you need a logo made, wrap. Uh, one of those little pop-up tents made. Cam can do all that. Don't know if he will do all that because from what I hear, he's pretty packed. So uh, yeah. Yeah. maybe this off-season, if you need something, go go give Cam a holler. Yeah. Well, that just about wraps it up. I know Tanner's 
probably ready to make his rounds before he starts stuff for the evening. And uh, I know Madison probably wants his trailer back. So we'll let the kids jump back in the trailer, and thank you guys for listening. Yep, thank you guys. See you next time. All right. I've got to stand up.